0: Appreciate everybody bearing with me on that. I know that was a little bit longer, but I think just you know, faith for finances. That was one of the man. I needed. I really. I needed a. I needed a lot when I showed up to this church. I needed my marriage restored. I needed my finances fixed. I needed my life just to be radically changed. And you know, it, it took sitting under the word, and and. <laughs> It, it wasn't I, I remember growing up in church somewhat, boy, you didn't talk about money much. it just wasn't something that, that was discussed, and I think consequently you had a lot of people that uh, were spiritually ignorant about how good God was, Amen. especially when it came to the realm of their money. They just it was it was all about how they had to sweat and toil and work, and we should work, but how about? cooperating and working with him right so thank you thank you for 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 being so attentive and listening and pulling on that today I want to talk to us about the power of thanksgiving and you know it's one of those things that we've we've heard but how many of us know that it's good to go back and rehearse those things that we've heard lest we let them slip (laughs) right So go to 1 Thessalonians, and I'm going to read it out of the message, if that's all right with everybody, because I like reading out of translations that speak to me, and, you know, uh, everybody has their favorites, and that's fine, but 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I'll start in verse 16, be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you, who belong to Christ Jesus, to live. Be cheerful no matter what. The Amplified says this, thank God in everything no matter the circumstance. No matter the circumstance. Now, that can be really challenging. I'm not going to stand up here and lie and, and, and tell you that when things are going wrong, Seemingly, uh, the devil has unloaded everything he has on you for you to just be cheerful, right? That it, takes, it takes guts, it takes faith, and it takes knowing who you are in Christ, but it can be done. To thank God in everything, no matter the circumstance, is not saying thanking him for the circumstance, okay? Okay? And that's something that I struggled with, uh, you know, because religion wants you to to, to get over there. And, well, God's got a reason. He's got a reason that you're going through it. He's got a reason you're struggling. He's teaching you something. Mm, No, (laughs) because that's not what the Word says. The Word says thank God in everything no matter the circumstance. No matter what I face in life, I can choose to remain thankful. And so can you. It's a choice. You can either choose to let that circumstance defeat you and weigh down on you and, and carry the weight of the world on your shoulders, or you can choose to cast all your care to him. It's a choice. And then be thankful. Be thankful that you have the answer. Be thankful that he's given you his word. Be thankful that he's always, always, always causing us to triumph. Always you have the answer before the circumstance ever even shows up. It's because there's, there's some instances where, you know, we want to choose to be thankful when it shows up. But how about being thankful before it shows up? Yeah. <laughs> Faith is thankful before it shows up. Amen. Because if I'm truly not moved by what I see, if I'm not walking by, by sight, then... I'm going to be thankful when I see it in the word, even when my circumstance hasn't changed. Amen. I'm going to be thankful because I know that's what's going to change the circumstance. Does that make sense? So that's something that I think I know I have to guard against. Is, well, I'll, I'll be thankful when, when that, let's say, when that money hits my hand or when, when that pain leaves my body. There's one. I used to stand up here in, in a healing line and I'd go up there with pain in my body and pastor would lay hands on me and I didn't think I was healed because I'd go back to my seat and I'd still have the pain. That's not faith. That was waiting for the manifestation to occur and then I'll be thankful. That's not how it works. Be thankful in everything. I was healed the moment Jesus went to the cross and redeemed me from the curse of the law. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing my body. It doesn't matter if I'm in pain. That a symptom a symptom is no uh, is a horrible, horrible, horrible uh, way to judge if I'm healed. Amen. Symptoms lie. Symptoms scream. Symptoms shout, and they want to tell you everything that's contrary to the word. Well, and and, and really because. Sickness is from the devil. And the devil's a liar. So we don't ever deny the fact that we might be uh, battling something in our body. You know, faith isn't denial. But we surely don't let it have the last word. Amen? So we're thankful. We're thankful, thankful, thankful. We're not thankful for the sickness. We're not thankful for the circumstance. We're not thankful for any lack that we might have. But we're thankful to God in the circumstance. Because he's the answer. He's always the answer. Always. So we stay thankful. We keep our place in a position to receive by our thankfulness. Okay? Look at Romans 8. Romans 8, 28. And this will radically... Oh, man, my, it, it'll change our life. If we grab a hold of this thankfulness concept... Our days of defeat, our days of, of, of being depressed or oppressed or whatever you want, they're gone. They're gone. Because we can't, you can't be thankful and, 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 and grouchy at the same time. You can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. You've never seen a grouchy, thankful person. You haven't. Now, you, and if you have, they were lying. Oh, I'm fine. No, you're not. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> Romans 8, Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Now, this word work means cooperate. So everything in our life as a believer must cooperate so the good comes out of it and cooperates with Him. Does that make sense? See, Paul gives us the key to all things working for good in our life. It's thanksgiving. Look at verse, we're still, we'll stay in verse, we'll stay in chapter 8, and look at verse 31. What shall we say then to these things? If God before us, who can be against us? Amen. Be thankful about that. If God before us, who? Who? Name them. Name those things that can be against us. Be thankful. Be thankful for it, because nothing, Nothing, no thing. Then look at verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, pressure, trouble? No. Verse 37 plainly says it. No. And all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. He's letting us know we need to be thankful because nothing, no thing, you can't name it. There is not one thing that can separate us from the love of God. And you know what's going to change the circumstance we might find us, ourselves in? His love. Yes. I mean, ultimately, His love is what's going to change the circumstance yes. because it's, yes, and it's His faith, and you're operating His faith, but faith worketh by love. Yes. Right? Yes. So, do you see the connection? We got to be thankful. Yes. We, 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 it's a choice, but it's the, it's the right choice. Be thankful. You know, we were talking about grouchy people. <laughs> Maybe you have been a grouch in the past. <laughs> but you are you are a new creature. <laughs> and too many people try to get through their circumstances in life without any joy, right? Uh, without any thanksgiving. And guess what? That's why it's hard. And I remember, and I I've, I've ministered just briefly along this this utterance that came to me one time and it's it's real elementary and I was out mowing my yard and just praying while while I was mowing and the Holy Spirit spoke very nice to me but very direct quit saying it's hard quit saying it's hard and I wasn't there wasn't even anything in particular that I could tie that to he just meant in general quit saying it's hard it doesn't have to be hard What you're going through might be a challenge and it might be pressure, but it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to weigh you down, right? It doesn't have to. But without joy and without thanksgiving, it's going to be hard. I mean, He's given us the key. Will we take it? Will we put it in the lock? And will we turn the key? I mean, that's, that's, that's the issue. We know what to do, but oftentimes that circumstance is screaming so loud and is jumping up and down and wanting your attention, you forget you've got the key in your pocket. Sometimes, in my instance, I've even gotten to the point where I've, you know, I've probably put the key in the lock, and I haven't even turned it, and the key's still in the lock. You ever leave your, in the natural, you ever left your keys in the, in the door, <laughs> and you don't know where they're at? Because why would I ever leave him in the door? That's just stupid. Why would I leave the key in the, in the door handle? That's how foolish it is for us to leave the key of Thanksgiving in the lock and not turn it. Turn it and open the door. And then kick, kick the door open and you're there. But if, if you've got the key and you put it, and let's say we put it in the lock over here and, and, and I leave it in there and I never kick the door open... And all the peace, all the joy, all the, all the everything that God has is on the other side of this door. And I'm going, oh, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's so hard. And it's just on the other side of that door. It's on the other side of our thanksgiving. Okay? It's so, so vital that we, that we get that. Look at Proverbs 24.10. Proverbs 24.10 says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And that word small means narrow. So if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is narrow. Which and I have written in my Bible, just in, in my notes, your faith's weak. Okay? The Message says, if you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. But I'm persuaded of better things, of us. I know where you go to church. I know what word you get fed. I know the answers on the inside of you. Amen. There, there's substance to your life, okay? So when things come, and it's not if they come. It went, it's not a matter of if. You're going to face issues in your life you're going to face pressure. If you meet that pressure with thanksgiving and joy and faith, you're not going to fall apart. But if you try to take that pressure on without any thanksgiving, without any joy, guess what? Some of be coming along sweeping up the pieces and trying to put you back together again. And it doesn't have to be that way. You know, I, I, I love Everybody. And 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 you know, I I don't mind. We don't mind as brothers and sisters in Christ coming alongside people. We're called to come alongside and comfort those. And, and I understand that. But how many of y'all would agree? It gets old and tiring to always be pumping up the same person. Come on, let's go. Come on. Okay, I'll sweep up the pieces again. Let's put it back together. Right? And you'll do it, and you'll do it because you've got compassion, and I understand that. But when when are we going to take responsibility for ourselves and be thankful and be joyful and keep our faith at the optimum level and walk in love and operate everything, right, be doers of what we're hearing, right? Because I can walk out of here today because I've done it. And have heard everything that Pastor says and walk out of here and not put any of it, none of it, to use and wonder why things aren't changing. And the whole time the answer was coming. I mean sit there, get the get the answer was flowing for two hours, and walk out of here and regress. It ain't working. It ain't working. It's not working. I don't why he's preaching that. It ain't working. I don't know who's getting it. Can't he see? Can't he see that ain't working? (laughs) I've done it. I have done it. Nobody raise your hand and agree. (laughs) There was no thanksgiving. There was no joy. I was letting the circumstance get the last word. Many times letting the circumstance get the only word. Not, not meeting it. Not knowing how to answer it. Well, number one, you answer it with the word, but you do it with joy and you do it with thanksgiving. Because you can, you can get clinical about it and, and just, yeah, yeah, I know, I'm supposed to answer it with the word. Praise God. Yep, God meets all my needs. Uh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Come on. That's dry. That's weak. Your faith is weak. There's, you're about to fall to pieces. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. I didn't say it. The Word said it. But if you don't faint in the day of adversity, your strength was great. Right? I mean, you can take that verse and you do no harm to it to change it around because if you faint... If something pressure comes and you faint, your strength was weak. It was small. Your faith wasn't in operation to the point that it needed to be. But if you came up on that circumstance and you cleared that thing, I mean, you jumped over it. It wasn't just you, it was God's faith working in you. Your faith was strong, and it was strong because you'd been giving glory to God. You'd been thanking Him for the answer. You'd been in peace, right? You'd been resting resting in the word, resting in the fact that he said he'd take care of it, not you trying to figure out how you were going to do it. The more you try to figure it out, the more I try to figure it out, the grouchier I get. You ever notice that? Maybe it's just me. But the more I try to, to figure something out, and the more I work that circumstance over, and I write it out this way, and I put the numbers to it like this, or I write the 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 answer to this over here, and I and I've got the file file cabinet out, right? You know, what the Pastor talks about you got the file drawer out, and you're looking for the answer, and you can't find it, so you dump it out, and you look, and you put it back, and then you do it again, and then you go from the back to the front, and front to the back, and you look for it, and it's not there. it's not there. You can dump it out six hundred times, it's not there, and the grouchier I get. The more, <laughs> the more I try to find the answer in myself, the meaner I get, the madder I get, <laughs> mercy. You, you, you all, you all acting like you've never done that. <laughs> I know better. I know better. Because <laughs> I know I'm not the only one that's ever done that. But, can I be grouchy and grumpy and thankful at the same time? No. No, I cannot. You got to have joy to be thankful. You got to. You got to. And how are you going to get joy? What's, what's joy? The, word. the joy of the Lord is your strength. How are you going to get it? You're going to get it coming to church. You're going to get it being around other believers. You're going to get it by uh, edifying yourself, by praying in the Spirit. You're going to get it by listening to things that build up your spirit. You're not going to get it by watching the news. No. You want to get grouchy? Watch the news. <laughs> right? And also, you're not going to get it by just feeding on, on, on the pastor calls it brain candy. Oh, the brakes just went, mm. <laughs> I heard the brakes come on. Not only did I feel the brakes come on, I heard them go Urgh. And listen. I like to sit and watch nonsense as much as the next person. But guess what? It's never brought me the answer. Ever. And I get I get great entertainment about watching people run into things and fall down and <laughs> roll around and be hurt. <laughs> it's funny. But it doesn't bring me the answer. And, and so, you know, far be it from me, I'm not telling you about your TV habits because that's not me. I wouldn't, that's no, I'm not the one to come to about TV habits. But I will say this, what's feeding your spirit? And if, and if you're facing a circumstance and it doesn't seem to be moving, maybe we need to ramp up the word intake, so that there's more faith to hit that thing with. Yeah. Ramp up the word intake so there's more joy, yeah. there's more peace. Yeah. And now I'm thankful because I've got the answer. Yeah. YouTube didn't bring me the answer. It did if I have watching Faith Builders on YouTube. Now I'm getting the answer. But if I'm watching, if I'm watching, Epic Fails, <laughs> probably not getting the answer. I might be laughing but I'm not getting the answer, okay? You don't know what not to do. Well, that's true. <laughs> you definitely, don't get, on that, don't get on those skis, right? Don't, don't jump off that building. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but it won't be the word answer. How about that? Grumpy people are never thankful. They complain and criticize, but they're never thankful. You ever notice, the more you're trying to find that answer... And you're not finding it, and the grouchier you're getting, the more you're criticizing. Oftentimes, maybe you might even be criticizing the person that has your answer. Because the devil, I say the devil's good like that. The devil's mean like that. And he gets you to start criticizing your answer and the further away you get from it. Hey, don't raise your hand. I've got mine in my pockets. But it, it can happen. It can happen. The devil wants to separate you from your answer so bad. He hates everybody. Everybody. He wants to separate you from your church family. He wants to separate you from your pastor. He wants to separate you from your brother, from your sister. He wants to separate you from the word because he knows it works. So he brings that criticism. He brings that gossip. He brings all that garbage to see if you'll take the bait. You don't have to. If you stay thankful, you won't take the bait. You won't. Look, you cannot, it, it is impossible to be thankful and critical. You remember we talked about thankful and grouchy? You've never seen a thankful, critical person. You can always find something to be thankful about that person about. Always. Always. When we're thankful and joyful in the circumstance, then the power of God shows up. Doubt complains, right? Right? Doubt's sad, but faith gives thanks, rejoices, and is glad. Doubt complains. If we're complaining, if I'm complaining, I'm in doubt. Because I'm complaining, I'm complaining, because well, oh, it's never going to change, and this, and I'm, you ever, you ever said, have you ever heard this? Don't say if you've ever said it. Have you ever heard this? Well, I'm giving, but it's not working. Why should I keep giving? It's not working anyway. <laughs> I've said it. Guess what? I was getting so far away from my answer, and things got worse. We'll wonder why. My mouth. (laughs) I wasn't thankful. I was criticizing. I was in doubt. And what what do we know about doubt? Complain and remain, and remain in the same spot. Complain and remain, complain and remain, and complain some more, and complain some more, and dig yourself a deeper hole. The whole time I could have been thankful. I can be thankful out of the same mouth I complain out of. It's not hard. It's just a choice. Let's look at Philippians 4. This is another can-be-challenging scripture. Uh, And, you know, I have at times lied (laughs) and said... That I was doing this, but it was just lip service. I'm I don't mean to just be telling off on myself. I I really believe, and it's not it's not so you can say, you know, oh, isn't he you know so humble? No. It's I believe it's helping somebody. Okay? Look at Philippians 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The Amplified says this, Do not fret or have anxiety about anything. So is it possible? Yes. It's possible. When we're worried and fretful, you can't be thankful. When you're worried about the situation, when all you're doing is running it over in your mind, you can't be thankful because you're worried about it. You think you've got to figure out how you're going to fix it. You ever been there? Well, I know what I'll do. I'll do this. Did God tell you to do that? Well, no. It's about, we're about to come by and sweep you up. Laughter. <laughs> We're we're about to come by and get the spiritual dustpan and broom and sweep up the pieces. Is that pretty clear, right? Being thankful requires us to focus on the answer, not the problem. When I choose to be thankful, I'm choosing to think on the answer, which I'm choosing to think on him. I'm choosing to think on the word. I'm choosing to act on the word. I'm putting into practice those things that my pastor is telling me and preaching to me. I'm putting those things into practice that the Holy Spirit is prompting with on, with, on the inside of me. And now I'm thankful. And guess what? Isn't it something that the more I magnify him, the smaller that problem really becomes. And it's still waving. It's still pulling on your pants like, hey, remember me? Hey, 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 I'm, your, I'm this big problem. What? What? I moved on from you two days ago. Go on. Get. <laughs> I know it sounds simple, but if we let that little thing keep running its mouth, and I'm this and I'm that, and you're going to go under and blah, 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 blah You got to shut him up. Amen. Jesus isn't going to shut him up for us. He's get, Jesus has done everything he's going to do about our circumstances. <laughs> When he went to the cross, right, and redeemed us from the curse of the law, that payment was enough. But you and I, we've been given authority, right? And we take our God-given authority and use it and be thankful for the answer. That thing's got to go. It has to shut its mouth in the name of Jesus. You use his name, right? He's given us so much. That it, it, in my mind, for me, it's embarrassing for me when I can recount some of the things that I tried to take care of without his help. Now, I know there's no shame, there's no condemnation, but I think back, okay, it didn't work that way last time. What makes me think it's going to work that way this time? I got to make him the total source of everything. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that He is my source. I'm thankful He has my answer. I'm thankful that He's put people in my life that can speak into my life. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I don't ever have to be without the answer. And neither do you. Being thankful is a symptom of being in faith. If you see a thankful person, they're, they're in faith. When, when seemingly you can look around with your eyes and see, man, well, I don't know if they really got anything to be thankful about. Oh, yeah, they do. They're seeing something you're not seeing. They're seeing it different because they're seeing with the eye of faith. Okay? Unthankful people can't be in faith because the driving force behind thankfulness is love. Is that, is that pretty clear? Faith and love work together. Let's go to Ephesians 5. Verse 18. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. that word be filled means constantly. Be being filled. Not a one-time event. Be being filled, right? Verse 19. Speaking to yourselves in psalm and hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now that word things means good. So giving thanks always for all good unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul gives us the key to being thankful, staying filled with the Spirit. Staying filled. Be being filled. So we thank God for all good. We stay filled. That's why it's so important. Stay full. Be spiritual. Stay full. How do you do that? Speak to yourself. Sing to yourself. Make melody in your heart to the Lord. Whether you can sing or not, it sounds beautiful to God. It does. He wants to hear you singing to him, and he don't mind if you're singing to yourself. You know, it's good to recount those things that he's done for us in the past. It's good to even bring to his remembrance those things that he's doing for us right now. But I believe, and this is just my take on it, It really does him good when I'm thanking him for those things that maybe I don't see yet. But I see him here, but they haven't showed up yet, but I'm thanking him anyway because I know he's faithful. I know he's true to his word, and I know he loves me. I know he has nothing but good for me. And the same for you. He doesn't have any bad to give you. Nothing. There is no bad thing for him to give to you. And I know I've mentioned it twice already. But Jesus paid the price and it's enough. It's enough. So we got to quit trying to make it happen. (laughs) And just understand, we're redeemed. I am bought. So are you. We are bought. We have every right to walk in everything that has been bought and paid for. You have that right. You are his child. You can freely go, as pastor would say, and open the refrigerator door. You don't even have to ask. You are his child. Go in there and get it. Go get it. But it starts with us being thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful in everything. Don't let that circumstance weigh you down one more day. Amen. Don't. You, you. We don't give thanks for the circumstance of what the enemy's doing. Don't do that. And we don't. But instead, we're giving thanks for the opportunity to see God work. You know, you might be going through something, you might be facing a situation, but thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph, He always gives us the victory. Thanks to him because he's going to show himself out mighty on your behalf. That enough right there is is over the moon thankfulness. Because he's going to show himself mighty on your behalf. He knows you so well and loves you so much. Right? I mean, and I know we talk about this, but he knows the number. He's numbered the hairs on your head. He's numbered them. Do you think, do you think he wants to do you good? He is so intimately uh, acquainted with you. Do you think he knows your desires? Do you think he knows your wants? Do you think he wants to do them for you? Be thankful. He wants to do it. You're not asking him anything that he doesn't want to do. When you're asking according to his word, which is his will. He is honor bound to his word. Amen? So maybe you might say, you know, God, I'm, I'm going through this physical issue in my body. Okay. Jesus went to the cross. He bought my healing at the cross. And now I'm going to walk that out. And I thank you that I am right now currently healed. Maybe you've got an issue in your finances. Jesus went to the cross. He bought and paid so that you could be rich. He became poor so that you could become rich. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I am right now, I am currently blessed. I am am above only. I'm, I'm always the head, never the tail. Thank you, Father. Maybe you've got a situation in your family. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe you're not seeing your kids the way, serving God the way you want to see them serve God. You've got a promise. You've got a promise that your your household will be saved. That your children, that they're taught of the Lord. They won't depart from it. Thank you. Thank you. See, you've got the answer. Everything we face, we've got the answer. Be thankful for it. There is nothing that we are going to face that we don't have the answer for. Amen. Let's be thankful for it now. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait. And well, I'll, I'll, I'll thank him. I'll thank him when it shows up. Doesn't work that way. Now, now we're walking by sight. We are called to walk by faith. And you and I, we are faith builders. Right? Yes. We, right? Yes. So we're thankful. We're thankful. We've been called to a place and to pastors that want to build our faith in order for our lives to be wide open like we talked about from the word. They don't, God put you and I in a place to where we can live this wide open life. So that's why he had to put leaders in our lives that would challenge us. I mean, it's not a bad thing to go out of these doors and feel challenged. I mean, I used to go to church when I was a kid. You'd leave. Boy, man, oftentimes you'd leave the same as you came in. Not here. You walk out these doors, you got something to do. And and always another level of faith to move into and challenge that, okay, you can... It's elementary to say you can do better, but you can, you can go out and you can do more. <laughs> you can do more for God. You can do more for your family because of who is in you, right? Isn't that something? You come to this place, and you see the word, and now it's all about personal responsibility. You see it, now you own it, and it's up to you what you do with it. Amen. But praise God, you've got the answer. You don't ever have to go through life saying, well, I wish somebody would have told me. Guess what? He's telling you, every time you open this, this book, the, the words come alive and they come off the page and Jesus is speaking right to your spirit. Amen. And he's telling you, you can do it. Keep going. Be thankful. Be thankful. You've got the answer. You, you don't ever have to go and do anything alone ever again. You don't have to be a Lone Ranger. How's pastor say it? You and Jesus are a majority. Yeah. Amen. So everybody can be against you, seemingly. Everybody can come against you, tell you you can't do this, do that. Jesus said you can. And yeah. be thankful for that. Yeah. Praise, God. Praise God. Well, I thank you for being here today. Yeah. And thank you for listening to the word. Our lives are changing every day because we're taking this word, we're applying it, and we're getting his results, amen? So I want to pray over you, and then we will say our vision and dismiss. Father, we're so honored today. We're so grateful for your word and for your presence today in these services. And Lord, we just endeavor to take your word, to take what, we've, what we have heard here today today, And apply it to our life. And we're going to be thankful. We're going to be thankful in every circumstance because we've got the answer. We're going to be thankful for your love and for your wisdom and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Father, we are just so honored. We are so overwhelmed by your love. (laughs) We thank you for it. We're just so thankful. We're grateful. We're grateful that you would call us your child. And we thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, I believe you